When you are building something no one has ever seen, something no one has ever imagined, who can you turn to for help? The answer is the other people who are facing the same issues you are. Those product inventing, boundary pushing, design obsessed folks who are just like you. Welcome to AWS Startup Stories. I'm Michelle Kung. And I'm Michael Copeland. What follows are the tools that work, the leadership practices that make a difference, and the lessons you only learn by building a company. And one more thing, what startup jockeys do with a very rare item, their downtime. So let's get to it. Tool, practice, lesson, and something to do when you aren't neck deep in code. So to start off, can you tell us a bit about what Alexio does? Sure. Alexio is an open source data orchestration platform for the cloud. We help data engineers and data scientists get data much faster and do this across hybrid and multiple clouds like AWS. And how did you first come to hear of Alexio? Because you're the CEO now, but you were actually you're not the founder. The founder is actually the CTO of the company. Correct. So Alexio came out of the Berkeley AMP Lab, where our founder H Y Lee uh, was a PhD student in the 2014 timeframe. Uh, the Berkeley AMP Lab was uh, innovated a number of key projects, such as the uh, Apache Mesos and uh, Apache Spark, which our founder was a founding committer to. And then he created the Alexio open source project. At that time, it was called Tachyon. Uh, and this was for distributed data and bringing and orchestrating data to clustered systems like Apache Spark and others. Uh, I joined earlier this year and uh, got really excited about the vision in that data is now being generated more and more than ever before. And it's landing in places uh, that are not just own, only in one data center. It can be spread across the data center and across clouds. Uh, what's happening is that data scientists need to access that data and have it uh, very highly performant as they run more and more jobs. And so uh, Alexio helps with that and uh, helps with making sure that any organization's data-driven initiatives can be met. And was there anything in specific about the company, you know, obviously what it does and what it can build into, but something that particularly inspired you to join this company as someone who's worked at other startups before? Like, I guess, what are you looking for when you're evaluating startups? Yeah, so there's four things I look for. Is this, uh, is the, is the market opportunity, number one? You know, is, it, is it something that's really game-changing that can be really big? Second is around what's the role and, and my part in that role. Third is team. And then uh, the product. So uh, across all those, uh, Alexia really hit the mark on all four. And uh, the area of data is just a, just a huge market and company really needed to scale. And so that was the role that was brought in for to, to do. Uh, I found that working with the team was fantastic from the founder to the management team. Just really great connections and our personalities really aligned. And then, and finally, the product has been deployed in hundreds of uh, companies worldwide. And so uh, that was already a, a checkbox. So that's kind of how I looked at it. Uh, but I'd also add that my experience with cloud networking, what I saw is that the, the, the world of hybrid cloud is, is really happening and that data is now going to be spread across different places. And being able to burst workloads into the cloud to uh, augment the uh, capacity that's on-prem made a lot of sense. And that's something that uh, is one of our most popular use cases is we call it zero copy bursting into uh, AWS. Is this a field that you've been in for most of your career? 
I've been in, in and around uh, distributed systems and cloud over the past 20 years. For example, I was in a virtualization startup called uh, Transitive. This is probably over 14 years ago. And then uh, uh, I was at a NoSQL distributed uh, database company called Couchbase. And that was an open source uh, company, still is. Uh, and uh, so the data has been in my roots in virtualization. And then uh, I've been in cloud networking companies. So all of that kind of came together for, for Alexio, which is all about distributed data and uh, open source and dealing with uh, the world of multi-cloud. That's right. You were mentioning that you were fairly early on at Couchbase, if I remember correctly. Yeah, I was employee 13. There was originally called Membase, and then uh, it changed into Couchbase. Is there something especially appealing you find about joining startups at their very early stage? Well, that's the most exciting time. I find it's the most invigorating because there's a lot of listening and learning to do. Uh, usually the products are, are fairly nascent, uh, but the need that they're addressing is a big one. And so uh, going that early, you know, they call it minimal viable product, but it's really finding which are the you know, users or customers that uh, have that pain and then finding those ones and, and getting them uh, that software or that service. I'm a big believer in the technology adoption curve, you know, the crossing the chasm. And so it's really exciting to work with the early adopters. They usually have you know, more patience and want the innovation that a, a startup can provide. That's exciting at that stage. And then as you cross the chasm, you know, then, then all the rest of the more traditional functionality comes in around a, a piece of software like ours. What is a useful tool that you have found? And this can be something that is either an app or like a physical product, just something that you've really found to help you in terms of your day-to-day. Yeah, so I love uh, productivity tools. And about 10 years ago, I found a, a small app called FollowUp Then, followupthen.com. And it lets you send an email uh, from your email client and you just copy BCC uh, amount of time. So you could say one week at follow up then. Dot com, And uh, then in a week, it'll remind you by sending an email back with what you had sent. Uh, I, I found that to be extremely helpful. Uh, I've shared it with everyone I know, and, and I use it for both my, my work as well as my, my personal life. So I have my anniversaries, I have, my, <laughs> right. I have two kids, uh, you know, five and a two-year-old, I have to keep track of their birthdays. And, and so um, I, I use it. You can put one year, you can put one day at followupthen.com. So it's a really great tool. Google Mail uses stuff like that too, but I just find that it's even easier when it's integrated right into the email messages. So that's my that's my uh, my hack that I, I swear by. That's a pretty good recommendation if you've been using it for over ten years. Uh, it's funny because they were in the Bay Area. Yeah, I, I've been in the Bay Area for a long time, and they know who I am. I think because <laughs> uh, I use their service for, for literally thousands of uh, follow-ups every year. What is an important lesson learned that you've come across in your career, either good or bad? Yeah, uh, I think early in my career, I, I got some good advice from one of the senior uh, salespeople in the office. Uh, I was just out of uh, my engineering degree and I decided to go into technical, technical uh, I was a technical field sales engineer. Uh, and uh, that senior person said, you know, the, 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 this is really easy. The, the most important thing is to uh, follow this one golden rule, which is uh, when you say you're going to do something, do it. 
And uh, I really took that to heart because uh, there's uh, a lot of times things happen that that the um, that people say they'll do something and they don't follow up necessarily um, that way. And uh, it's surprising how much that that uh, matters because if you if you uh, do uh, do what you say, uh, oftentimes um, people appreciate that and uh, you you really stand out. Um, sounds like a simple rule, but it's one that uh, I really live by and it's it's uh, helped me a lot. Yeah, definitely. Especially the whole idea of building trust as well. It's like if people know that they can rely on you, then that actually helps the relationship in the company so much. Absolutely. As someone who's been a CEO several times, like what can you tell me about what leadership principles you kind of work by? Yeah, so I find that you know, being a startup CEO is uh, extremely challenging and extremely fun. Uh, but the part that is difficult is that there's a lot of changing uh, realities about the startup. And so uh, one of the leadership principles I have is to make sure that we uh, you know, over-communicate what is happening and provide the context of how this fits in with our overall vision, uh, how it, how it uh, relates to how we're doing. And that's communicating across management team, across the employees. I, I do regular town halls, across the way we email updates across board members. And so my principle is that we want to uh, make sure that uh, you know we're communicating. And sometimes that means that we have to communicate over and over some of the similar themes because um, uh, the, the change comes uh, rapidly and it's important to know what's the latest. Uh, and also what's even more importantly, what is the consistent part of uh, what has not changed. And so I find that uh, oftentimes communication tends to be overlooked when things are fast moving. And then you have situations where people may be off of the, you know, playing off the uh, playbook two chapters ago. And then it's that constant communication and consistent communication that uh, makes the big difference. And in doing so, then the whole team can come together, rally around what the startup is focused on doing. And, uh, you know, that it takes that amount of focus to to be able to pierce through um, the market and uh, be heard. So that would be my number one leadership principle. And what would you recommend as a cadence for communication? Is it something where you're doing like weekly town halls or, you know, monthly, or how do you guys execute on that communication plan? Yeah, it, it happens, uh, I, I would say, all the time. Uh, and it comes through various channels. So, you know, we have a, a cadence on town halls, that's every other week. And then we have uh, you know, one-on-ones that I have with the management team and every employee uh, that happens often. And so I'd say that then emails go out based on, hey, uh, we we just got a customer or some major milestone was reached, a major release came out. Well, it's in those moments that the communication matters. And I think it's important that people have a chance to ask questions and, and be transparent about the answers, but share the context of uh, what the vision is and how we're doing against that is, is uh, a key part about this while maintaining a you know, high level of credibility on what we say. One last question for you. In between all of the work that you're doing, what do you do in your free time? What is, say, the last thing that you binged? Yeah, the last thing I binged is I, I'm a I'm a vegetarian, and so I'll take it a little literally because um, you know I've been getting into these different types of uh, plant-based meats, like uh, Beyond and Impossible, and so 
uh, it's funny where I start seeing them pop up at Burger King or something right. like that, but I'll, I'll actually go and, and get one of those. I guess I'd say that those kinds of uh, plant-based meats are the things I'm, I'm binging on, literally. Awesome. Thanks for your time today, Stephen. Really appreciate it. Thanks for having me, Michelle. Thanks for listening. Do us a favor and leave us a review. And if you know someone who we should have on the show, or maybe it's you, reach out to us at startupstories@amazon.com. And subscribe to AWS Startup Stories wherever you get your podcasts.